Welcome to Reframe Your Mindset for Success. With me today is Janine Mitchell. Janine is the founder of Change for Success, an international wellness consultancy. With a master's in clinical psychology and a published researcher, she is a stress relief and mindset expert with 20 years in the field of mental health. Janine teaches individuals and organizations strategies to improve the mental health, well-being and mindset. And she's a fully trained clinical hypnotherapist, NLP, and emotional freedom techniques, EFT, tapping practitioner. And I'm really looking forward to having Janine on the podcast today. Welcome to Reframe Your Mindset for Success. With me today is Janine. How are you today, Janine? I'm very well, thanks for having me on, Paul. How are you doing? I'm really good. It's a Friday, so we can never complain. Friday, yeah. It's been a while, hasn't it, since we saw each other? So, yeah, all good. That's, <laughs> that's right, yeah. So, um, and it's um, been a while since we last uh, were speaking. You, you've moved over to Vietnam, so, you know, massive life change there. What, what have you been up to this week? What have I been up to? Good question. Well, I've just got back to Vietnam. So, yeah, as you know, um, I, I moved here from the UK to Vietnam in November. Um, but around over Christmas and New Year, I stayed in Ho Chi Minh City with a friend, which was brilliant. We went to some cool places. And then from there, I've been, um, we're at the end of January now, I've been um, traveling around Thailand for the last few weeks. A bit of work, a bit of play. I've got, I've had a friend um, <clears throat> who was out on holiday in Thailand. So, met him for a week we stayed in a really nice uh spa and then I've just been in Bangkok for a few days and I got back this afternoon so this podcast is time really well you caught me just in time so yeah I'm back back in Vietnam now back home shall we say which still sounds strange still feels surreal to be honest because it's only been a few months but it's uh yeah really exciting times ahead I guess it's it's, it's really good yeah <laughs> brilliant and I guess you're looking forward to a rest this weekend then after all those travels yeah, yeah, going to uh, chill out, I think, you know, re regroup and, um, but, you know, it's not been too much hardship. There's been some fun, some work, just mixing it up, you know, like I like to do with life. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. So, so as you know, with, with the podcast, I always start with your story. So it's it's a kind of over to you in as many words as, as you want to tell it. Yeah, yeah, sure. So. I run a company called Change for Success. Um, so I work in the well-being area, work with well-being mindset. And um, yeah, so I I help clients and corporate clients, individual clients, help reduce stress, help improve resilience. <clears throat> I work with mental health, so things like depression, stress, anxiety. So I work with corporate clients and individual clients. And I set that business up back in 2014. Um but prior to that, I was in really, really super stressful job. I used to work with high-risk offenders for many years, men in prison throughout the UK. I was based in Liverpool, uh, and I worked in some, you know, quite deprived areas of Liverpool. And um, the, the men, it was all men that I worked with. The men that I worked with, you name it, I worked with them, you know, um, murderers, lifers, um, robbers, drug dealers, sex offenders, domestic abuse offenders. Um, and it was a job I wanted to do too for many years. But um, prior to that, I was saying earlier, I was cabin crew. So I went from a flight attendant to, to working with people in prison. That wasn't that much different, actually, to night flight Tenerife, 
or working with men in prison. Hmm. And I'll let you be the judge of that. Anyway, not that there's anything wrong with Tenerife, but yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I did that for a number of years, but the, the minute I got into that job, I noticed so many people who were burnt out, you know, uh, massively high caseloads, people often long-term sick. And after my training, I remember kind of saying, to myself, this isn't a job I want to do forever. Um, anyway, fast forward, um, I got involved in a relationship. We we actually got married, um, and that relationship was became very abusive. Um, in a lot of ways, a lot of emotional, psychological abuse. And my dad had not long died. And my my mental health really suffered with a mixture of the job, being in this relationship. And it was, yeah, really, really difficult time. So, and I've talked about this openly for years. I, I like to raise awareness around domestic abuse because I was. Uh, found myself in a situation where I was in an abusive marriage, but I was also working with men and, you know, advising them different types of abuse and how victims suffer and all these kind of things. So I've been very open about talking about that over the years. Yeah. Finally managed to leave that 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 relationship after many, many attempts. Um, and yeah, I was on the floor, basically no confidence, no self-esteem, uh stressed out the doctor had signed me off off work for some period of time and um yeah I had not really told many people about what was what was happening because there was a lot of shame and guilt and everything else but I told a couple of close friends and one friend in Liverpool actually said to me she said well you need to go and see this this therapist you know he's amazing and um he's the best in Liverpool but I was very resistant to going you know I thought I can I can sort my own shit out I'm a strong independent woman I can you know um, but begrudgingly, I kind of, you know, went along and because I was just at the depths of despair, you know, I couldn't really face my life. I've been signed off work. Um, yeah, I wasn't in a good place. Looked about 10 years older than I do now. And this was over 10 years ago. Um, yeah. So I went to see this therapist and what he taught me just changed my life. Um, and my background was in psychology anyway. Um, you know, working, working with offenders in prison. And but yeah, I learned so much about how how our minds work, how I could, you know, change my whole belief structure and everything like that. And it just it totally transformed my life. And 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 back then I do a whole talk on it called How One Word Changed My Life. And it was a conversation we had. Um, and it actually allowed me to just make a U-turn and just get away as far as possible. And that's why I I just decided to book a, a ticket to a flight to, to Bangkok and I flew out to Vietnam. I was out in Vietnam for about, hence the Vietnam connection. So I was out here for about yeah. three, four weeks, just traveling, you know, getting away as far as possible, told so many people my story. And I came back and I retrained, retrained as a hypnotherapist, NLP and EFT practitioner. EFT stands for emotional freedom technique, otherwise known as tapping, which people, some people might not have heard of that. There are more people knowing about it now. Um, and then I went on to um, study uh, masters in clinical psychology. I got some research published, and I set the business up back in 2014 because I really wanted to just teach and you know help other people and be in a place where I got to myself. And that's I guess that's how Change for Success was born. Set it up, built the business up over over time, and I genuinely love what I do with a passion. You know, I love. I love seeing clients who, you know, a lot of clients aren't in a good place. You know, they've suffered with stress and fear and anxiety and, you know, lack of confidence and self-esteem and low self-worth for, for many, many years. And 
when we see change, you know, you know this yourself, don't you? Because what you do, when when we see change, sometimes in 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 a session or two, or you know, a very short space of time, when I see that change, and then clients make such huge, huge leaps in their life, you know, and it's just the most rewarding feeling. And then, as I say, when I'm working with corporates and organisations and helping them to be be happier and more resilient and more productive, and then of course that that allows them to, you know, feel better in the workplace, take less time off. And that, you know, that that affects everyone in a positive way, you know, from the company to the individuals. So I genuinely love what I do because this transformed my life. You know, I, I was at a dead end. Uh, you know, I was trying to leave this. I had left this abusive marriage, but the guy was still, I couldn't get rid of him. He was turning up. He was on the phone. He was texting, you know, and having to manage this job as well. So, yeah, that was a huge turning point for me. And, you know, that's why I decided to set up the business. And then here we are. Yeah, all good. <laughs> so it's, a, you know, it's it's an amazing um, story, you know, from what you've experienced to, you know, having that, having that conversation, it really reframes your mindset. And yeah. at the same mm-hmm. time, to, you know, su- such difficult times for you. you know, so- yeah, yeah. You're right there. What you say, you know, because it's like what you teach, isn't it? Reframe it, it. That was that was it. It just reframed that. Just having that conversation, it was like ping. It was literally, Paul. It was like a light bulb going off. I was like, oh, and and, and if we didn't have that conversation, I wouldn't have. I'm telling you now, I would have gone back to work. I wouldn't have gone to the doctors. I probably would have gone back to my ex-husband. We had this conversation. It was it was a total reframe. You know, the conversation we had. I won't, I won't. I won't spoil it for the listeners. For the word, it's called how one word changed my life because I don't want to <laughs> any spoilers. Anyone wants to go and see it, we could. I'm sure there'll be a link in the comments, or whatever. But yeah, yeah. Um, it was it. Yeah, reframe that completely, and then it was almost like it's like building blocks, isn't it? You, you, you. The one one way in which you reframe your mindset, one way in which you build on a block, then another, and it just becomes a whole. Not a new me because it's the same me deep down. I have the same personality, but. Yeah. I'm able to feel confident. I couldn't have done something like this 10 years ago. I couldn't have got, you know, had a conversation, you know, with somebody. I couldn't have got up in front of, you know, hundreds of people to talk or deliver seminars or programs, or I couldn't have got up in front of probably one or two people, you know? So yeah, a total, total reframe. And then the building blocks on top of that, which have just been phenomenal. And then you know being for me being in a privileged position like yourself to be able to work closely with clients who've struggled for decades and then to see the light I'm just thinking of some clients at the top of my head so some clients I started at uh, two clients I'm just thinking of started working with them both a similar time ago about three or four months ago both were very skeptical one had been sent by his his um his his employer his boss um, somebody else, you know, had, had seen my work and said, you know, I'm interested in exploring this. And to see that transformation, this this has literally been in the space of a few weeks, Paul, you know. So yeah. to be able to see that for myself and just to see these, you know, amazing clients to make amazing changes, uh, see their lives transform, to go from high anxiety to no anxiety, no confidence to to feeling the best version of themselves and then they attract all this amazing stuff relationships a ton more money you know um happiness or health all these things that they then bring into their life as a result it's it's the most rewarding feeling i'm so passionate about it you know it's it's it's, it's fabulous 
<laughs> yeah, no, it's, I mean, I know you, you touched on the kind of theme there, that once you get in that type of mindset and you create that type of energy, then, you know, it's, it's the law of attraction, isn't it? It's that you start to attract much better things into your life as well at the same time. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, you mentioned there that you know you, you got into therapy and it, and it's EFT, so so tapping. So mm -hmm. if, if you were to explain that, because you know a lot of people won't know what that is and how it works, I'd love to explain it. So yeah, um, EFT stands for emotional freedom technique, otherwise known as tapping. So the best way I can describe it is like acupuncture without the needles. I've never had acupuncture. Have you ever had acupuncture? I recently because of sciatica, so yeah. oh, how was it? But, how, yeah, how did it go? Quite, quite, quite an unusual experience because um, right. mm -hmm. yeah, after I had it, she said you'll feel a little bit giddy, you know, when you get up, and I really yeah. did. <laughs> it's like right, it's really unusual yeah. feeling after you've had it. It's doing its work. Yeah, it's it, doing it, the work, isn't it? You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it 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 was yeah, it just what I needed at the right time with the massage as well. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, perfect. So I've never had acupuncture, but yeah, the best way I can describe, this is like acupuncture without the needles. So it's a modern talking psychology combined with an ancient acupressure therapy. So you're actually physically tapping on certain, what we call meridian points around the face and upper body yeah. while talking through whatever the issue is. And this is the most amazing reframe tool you can come across because what this does now it does look very bit strange at first now i do this all the time with clients for myself what i do like about it as well is it's a great self-help tool so i could you know work with a client or explain you know in detail how we use this we could use it really in depth in session but then the client can go away and use it for themselves which is which is what i love about it Um, i like to work in a holistic approach so we're working in session then if i'm not there if we're working together on a Monday and then I don't see that client and they're stressed out with something on a Thursday or a Friday or a Saturday when I'm not around they've got these wonderful tools that they can use they can pull a tool out of the kit right I'll go and use use a bit of tapping so it does look strange at first I was so skeptical I was the most skeptical person ever but started like I thought God, there's some, there must be something to this I'm feeling better about myself I'm feeling more relaxed I'm feeling stress-free you know the negative thoughts are just just kind of um ebbing away um so yeah, it does. It does a few different things, but we tap on these certain points. And what the there's a lot of um, lot of scientific research, a lot, lot of um, evidence behind this, which is what I like. I like neuroscience. I like this to be evidence based um, techniques. And what the science tells us when we actually start tapping on these certain points around the face and upper body, um, it actually lowers cortisol. Yeah. So one of the main there's there's been hundreds of, of of research published now. I'm part of the research, which I'm very proud to admit. We were talking about that off 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 air. Um, I conducted some research. We got published in 2020. So 2020 gave me something. It was wasn't great for for, for some of the business because uh, obviously yeah. things changed a lot, didn't they? Then. So there's there's a lot of research. But what the research shows us, I'll, I'll give you an example of a study. So there was a study conducted back in 2012, which has been replicated. It was replicated a couple of years ago and um what they did was they had a group of um participants a control group and they had another group who had a standard kind of talking therapy for an hour and then they had a group of participants who had the emotional feeding technique the tapping okay so they all had an hour and what they did was all the groups they took saliva samples from the groups before and after the therapy yeah so what they were doing was they were measuring the levels of cortisol so cortisol is a stress hormone 
Um, uh, you know, we, we emit more cortisol when we're stressed, when we're anxious, when we're in fight or flight, what, what it's called, when we're in fear, when we're in resentment, worry, upset, all this kind of stuff, we emit more cortisol, adrenaline. And don't get me wrong, a bit of cortisol is great, a bit of adrenaline, you know, if you need to obviously go and run a race or prepare for a job interview or, you know, but if, if, if we're running cortisol for a body regularly, which the science shows us we are doing, we become addicted to it it's not a good place. It leads to stress. It leads to overwhelm. It leads to health implications, you know, all a myriad of, of, of issues and complications. So then what they did, so they, they measured the cortisol saliva samples before and after. And what they found in the tapping group, there was a significant reduction in the level of cortisol. Yeah. And as I say, that has been replicated. Lots of other research, but that is, that is quite a, f- a famous piece of research. So when we actually start tapping on these points, we, it sends a, it sends a calming signal to, to the part of the brain called the amygdala. So it gets us to a nice place where we feel more calm and, you know, and in a more relaxed space. But the whole reframe, the mindset part, which I really like, and this is what the science shows us, when, you know, as you know yourself, when we go into an old program or an old behavior, it's usually going back to, for me, it will usually go back to what we call limiting beliefs, beliefs that are keeping us stuck. So, I'm not confident or I'm not a success or nobody likes me or th- life is hard. Now, these are all just beliefs. They're not true. They're just stories we make up about ourselves. But it becomes that embedded, doesn't it? It becomes that, you know, that kind of habitual because we're thinking and feeling, thinking and feeling these thoughts over and over. It becomes the neurons fire and wire and it becomes a, a hardwired program. What the science shows us when we start tapping um, we can get right into these kind of ingrained beliefs that are connected to anxiety or worry or fear or confidence, whatever that is. And it actually rewires the brain, which I think is phenomenal. And the, I, I could talk, God, I could talk for hours about the success stories that we've had, people with severe anxiety where they can't leave the house because they're having multiple panic attacks a day, three months gone. Yeah, And I would have been like that with a client. Oh, how are these panic attacks? Can't remember the last time I had a panic attack. That client would have been happy with one a day. They were having multiple. Check in a year later. Check, oh, I'll check in with a lot of clients over Christmas. You know, they'll they'll message me. I'll message them. You know, all clients gone by, you know, and you just like to oh, keep yeah. in touch. Work together a year ago. How's things? Amazing. I've moved to London. I've, I've just landed my dream job. How's the anxiety? Isn't a thing. Like, this is how powerful this is. Yeah. People with clinical depression, people with severe stress and trauma, you know, Um. So, yeah, it's very, very powerful, even though it looked weird. <laughs> um, when you work with a, I've been, I've been, you know, teaching this and working with this now for, for just over 10 years. So when you work with a, you know, a seasoned practitioner and um, get right to the root of those beliefs and issues, the, yeah, the things that we can change are phenomenal. Because I always kind of say with the mindset thing, you know, reframing our mindset, yeah. We're kind of born a clean slate, aren't we? We're born. We're not born saying, oh, I'm not confident or I'm scared of X, Y, Z. Or, you know, um, we, we pick this stuff up along the way and then it becomes embedded as a, as a, as a core belief. I'm not good enough is, is, is a very common one that I hear. Yeah. So I always kind of say if, if we learn something, we can unlearn it. You know, if, if we use the term neuroplasticity, the brain isn't fixed. You know, the brain is plastics malleable. We can we can move this stuff around. So I always say you know, that's that's the good news. We don't need to suffer with stress for decades. We don't need to struggle with lack of confidence or lack of self-belief. We can be whoever we want to be, you know, in the quantum field there are infinite possibilities, you know. So um, but we 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 
we stay small, you know, get, like you say, going back to that law of attraction thing. If we're in a state of constant fear, not constant, well, we might be, fear, worry, anxiety, for example, yeah. guess what we're going to attract more of because we're in a lower vibration. There, there was a really cool clip somebody sent me today, actually, and I, I want to work out to share it because I'm not on TikTok. I'm not really a fan of that, which is fine, but he sent me it via Instagram. Um, and it was the guy was like just interviewing some people on radio station and he said something on the lines of, um, you know, what if I was to give you a million dollars right now? A million dollars. And they were like, yeah, yeah, the two of them. Yeah, yeah, we take that, thanks. And I said, okay, okay, perfect. What, how about if I gave you $10 million? And they're like, yeah, you know, how would that feel if I put $10 million in your hand right now? No strings, you know, just giving this away. And they were like, yeah, amazing. He said, but a caveat, what if you weren't able to work, wake up tomorrow? Would you still get one that 10 million? I was really powerful. Would you still want that $10 million? They were both like, no. So he said, you know, why, why aren't we waking up in gratitude? We, we want to wake up tomorrow. Yeah. We don't want the $10 million. We'd rather wake up. And he was talking about being an attitude of gratitude. If you're in that space of gratitude, more things will come to you. If you're in that space of, you know, I mean, I've said, said before the call, you know, I'm, I'm loving it out here. You know, it feels like my, it's like my home because the energy I'm in here and the the people and the atmosphere and the vibe and I can't explain it, you know. The nearest explanation, I guess, is Ibiza because I've been going there for many years. You land off, you know, you jump off the plane, but you land in Ibiza and it's, yeah, there's just this vibe and this energy. I've been there a lot of times. So you, have you been? I think you've been, haven't you? Yeah, quite a number yeah, of times. I, I love the White Island, I really do. Fantastic But place. that's it, isn't it, Paul? Do you, know, do you understand? The minute you get off that plane, you've got this energy. We can't explain it, can you? That, that, totally, totally. It's just the vibe. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So it's like this here. So I think for, for anyone listening, I think if you can just be somewhere that aligns with your energy, and it doesn't mean you need to suddenly jump on a plane and go to Ibiza or Vietnam. You can if you want. Both places are amazing. But do something that aligns with your energy. You know, hang out with people who are going to pick you up. Don't be hanging around with people who are like talking to you like shit or taking them that they aren't they aren't friends really i mean i know it's difficult with your family you can't choose them i get that but you know do something that take yourself off somewhere and do something that feels good for you you know because that is going to align your energy yeah we, weeks and ibiza are great like just <laughs> <laughs> didn't think we'd be talking about ibiza on the call but that's all good listeners go to ibiza it's amazing if you've not been <laughs> Good, good, good advice. I, I like that advice, and um, it, it's funny because when, when you start talking about it, you just visualize it in your mind, don't you? You know, if you've been there, it becomes yeah. uh, you know automatically. I'm like, oh, I need to go back soon. I well, yeah. I, I, as you know, and I think you, you kind of you've really explained why mindset's important to you, and and I, I guess you know what I'd be interested in is you know waking up each and every day, which you you know kind of said with the ten million dollars, or would you wake up the next day? You know, mm -hmm. how, how would you describe your mindset? You know, what's your mindset from the start of the day? Um, and how, how do you make, maintain your mindset? So, yeah, good question. I like that. And, and, and a lot of clients will often ask that because a lot of clients I see, you know, aren't in, aren't in a good place. You know, Where the minute, minute people wake up, I'm not feeling good. I'm feeling down. I'm feeling low. I'm feeling, you know, all this kind of stuff. So for me, um, yeah, I always like to, I think how we start the day. So the first five, 10, 15 minutes of our day are crucial. Why? Because we're in a, um, the mind, the mindset, we're in a very relaxed state. So we're in a very suggestible state. So when we just wake up, we're in what's called kind of theta alpha brainwave, or, or, you know, we're in a much kind of lower brainwave. So 
everything at that point of the day goes in. So the last thing we want to do is pick up the phone, check WhatsApp, check emails, check LinkedIn, check Facebook, check Twitter, check... No, because that... <laughs> check the news, please, whoever's listening to this and you're and you regularly checking news updates or, you know, anything like that, I always say just switch those notifications off, limit your access to the news. I, I don't watch the news at all. But anyway, <laughs> how we set up our first kind of 5, 10, 15 minutes of the day is crucial. So for me... I always do, I meditate every morning. So first thing, when I first wake up, I'll do some meditation. And you know, this doesn't need to be three hours sat on a hill like a yogi. This can be like this morning, 10 minutes for me, 10 minutes. It can be anywhere between 10 minutes and half an hour. Um, And people often say, oh, I've tried meditation, but it doesn't work. It's like me coming to Vietnam and saying, I've tried to learn the language. I've tried to say one word, it doesn't work. I'll just not try now. You know, you've got to, you've yeah. got to give it, give it the, you know, give it a bit of time. But what I would also say for anyone that's listening, you know, listen to some guided visualizations. Well, like you said, they can really visualize, visualize Ibiza. Yeah. If you're struggling just to kind of sit there and, and, you know, notice your breath and just feel in that space, I, I mix it up a bit. So I listen to really nice guided visualizations, meditations. So that's the first thing that I do. Um, I haven't done just because I've been away last, last few weeks. I've, I've, struggle to find anywhere actually I've done it a couple of times but I like to do yoga so I'll do yoga at least four or five times a week whether it's in here um just on my own for kind of 20 minutes or so or I'll, or I'll go out there's, there's somebody local to me I'll go and see him once or twice a week and of course some tapping I love to start a day with tapping because it just gets me into that that mindset for the day and I think as I said earlier before before we, we we started you know the way my lifestyle works now I can do more in the day because I'm working kind of afternoon into evening which works really well for me because I'm on you know European time so and I think staying in that place you know it's it's not easy I get that you know so we all have bad days good days you know me included I'm I'm a human being I'm not a robot and you know if, if I am doing I'll just take some time or I'll you know get on a call with a friend or you know take myself off somewhere just have some some time for me because we can't be, you know, on it 24-7 or if I've had, you know, a lot going on with work, then I'll, you know, I'll speak to my supervisor and have a conversation with him. So everyone's different, I guess. But um, for me, all that is, is really important. And just like I wake up in the morning in gratitude, I wake up and I'm like, wow, you know, like coming back here today, you know, it's just being in these wonderful places. And you can do that anywhere, you know, it's because... I guess what happens with our mind, in our mind, with our mindset is then a complete reflection of what goes on outside of us. Because a lot of people said, oh, my gosh, like, you're so lucky. You... No, this is nothing to do with luck. This has been planned, yeah, <laughs> first yeah. of all. Yeah. Some of it, you know, I had a lot to do before I came. There's a lot going on. Um, but also, again, like you, visualise. I had everything on my vision board. You know, I, I used to live in Manchester prior to here. All the stuff there, you know. I've not quite um got the suite in in the emirates first class yet but that that is on the vision board. we've not it's got going. there yet it's coming but yeah, yeah you know, joking aside but yeah seriously you know all that on my vision board with vietnam what i want to set up so i want to set up a high-end well-being center well-being retreat out here that's the plan and yeah all that there that i'm visualizing you know every day and that for me i think is is, is really important you know but i would say to anyone that's listening don't beat yourself up, don't, with you know, think, oh my gosh, I can't do that or I'm struggling to do that once a day. or Like, that's okay, this takes time. This has took me, you know, a number of years to do this. Just, just do something that works. Don't see it as a chore. See it as like, I love yoga. 
I see yoga, it kind of sets up the day. I don't think, oh my gosh, I'm going to do like I enjoy it, you know, and I enjoy going to class, enjoy doing it myself. So make it something that you enjoy. Don't think oh, I've got to do that and it's a chore. Do you know what I mean? Make it yeah, yeah. a routine that you like, if, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah, it does, does totally, you know. And, you know I, I kind of look at, it, look at it and go, you know, if you start the day off with gratitude, uh, it's just it just creates the right vibration for the day anyway, the right energy. Yeah. So, so yeah. You, you talked about your mindset then, you talked about some techniques that you use as well. It, and, and I know you said, you know, there's that conversation that helped reframe your mindset, but have, have there yeah. been, has there been any other people or books or anything that's, that's helped you with your mindset over the years that, that's additional to that? conversation he had yeah i'll just talk about that in one sec there's just something else that's popped into my mind so i was just saying there about the the morning kind of um i was gonna say ritual then you know the morning whatever you want to do in the morning first thing and this doesn't like i say this doesn't need to take hours five minutes or something like that and a client of mine um he was doing you know doing some great stuff anyway he was doing some you know meditation and his business goals and this kind of stuff and and he as part of that root routine that's what i'm looking for as part of his routine now yeah. He'll go into my YouTube and he'll do one of my tapping videos. So for him, he's got his, his goals for the day, you yeah. know, his meditation, his tapping. And, and he kind of says, you know, if, if I drop off and I don't do that for like three or four days, I really notice a difference. So that's the other thing as well. I think once you start to get into this and you enjoy it, it becomes, you know, to think when it drops off, if that makes sense, because yeah, you'll notice, yeah. it, notice a dip in your mood, don't you, I guess, you know, so. Yeah, so books. Well, there's a couple of interesting ones on books, actually. Um, something I'd like to share because, um, so, yeah, I, I love anything by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Uh, I think you're, you're, you've are you you've read a lot of his work as well. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like Joe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I love a bit of, and interestingly enough, I was saying to a client the other day, because um, he's, you know, he's aware of all his work, he's read his books. And I said, oh, um, took him out one of the, you know, the week-long advanced retreats. I so, said, you know, I'm definitely my, my plan is to go on one of those, you know, but I would do the work prior. Um, I said, well, manifest that. I was saying this to my client. Well, he's like, yeah, we'll manifest going, you know. And then and then something just popped up on my Instagram stories a day later with, with Joe Dispenza doing his, like, week-long retreat. You know, just like some little snippets. And I said yeah. to my client, I said, I don't want to go to – no disrespect, Bogno or Blackpool. I said, I want to go somewhere. He does them in like places like Costa Rica, doesn't he? And Mexico. I said, I want to go. And he's doing someone, some, he's doing one somewhere like that. Now Columbia is at the moment. So anyway, going off the top. Yeah, but I love anything by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Um, Bruce Lipton. I like his work as well. I've been fortunate to, fortunate enough to see Joe Dispenza on four separate occasions. I actually manifested seeing him in the Bahamas once, which was very interesting. Oh, wow. um, he was there the same four days that I was there and he was talking at an ashram for three or four days. And I, yeah, it was a bit of a mission to get that, to get a boat and a car and walk. But I, I got there at like five o'clock in the morning to see him speak. And it was, it was phenomenal. So yeah, I like it even though, interestingly enough, my first ever, um, it's a little, little story I want to share with you. Um, my first ever self-help book uh, about 12, 13 years ago was a book called Sumo, Shut Up and Move On. Have you heard of it by Paul yeah. McGee? Yeah. 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 So, um, so yeah, I uh, so I've made been a really good, big fan of his for a long time. Obviously, I was living in Manchester prior to coming here. You're which part of Liverpool are you in? Are you? I'm not. I'm across the waters, so I'm, I'm on the dark side. So I'm backing out. I thought you were going to say I wasn't too sure. Yeah, over over the, <laughs> the, the water. Yeah. So so um, anyway, Paul McGee's from Warrington. That's his kind of base. But he, he 
you know, he flies all over because he's a motivational speaker and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, I was just, um, you know, years later, I was just doing some training at a place in Warrington and we kind of broke for lunch and um, and there was a few people, other people doing training on the day and these people having lunch. And I looked over and I thought, is that Paul McGee over there? Oh, yeah, it is. I was like getting all excited, went into fan mode. And um, anyway, on, we had our kind of afternoon break. We were all, you know, in these various training rooms in this hotel. And um, we broke for coffee and then people were going back to the rooms. And then Paul just appeared to make a... I said, hello, Paul. You're like, I knew him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I love your work. Can I have a selfie? You know, typical me. He was like, yeah, great. So interestingly enough, fast forward a few years, we've kind of stayed in contact. Um, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you saw, but I did... Um, I set up something called Success Mindset TV in 2020. Again, what 2020 gave me. And I interviewed some amazing people on that channel. I've left it for a bit now, but you're encouraging me to, to start it up again. So I interviewed um, some like world, 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 world leaders in, in tapping and emotional freedom techniques, someone called Dr. Dawson Church, who's lead researcher. He's done research with Harvard University. The amount of research he's conducted is phenomenal. So I interviewed him. I interviewed somebody called... At Brad Yates, and he's had over 40 million views on YouTube. He, he's phenomenal. Um, and I, I approached Paul and said, you know, would you interview for my channel? Yeah, yeah, of course, that's fine. So we were all a bit quiet in COVID, weren't we? we? He had the time, bless him, which was amazing. So we've stayed in contact. He, he messaged me yes. um, yeah. before last end of last year. I think I can't remember when it was. Anyway, we're nearly in February next month, which is March. Um, he's coming out to Vietnam to do some training, and we're going to meet. For some Fantastic. dinner, because he's staying, he's staying where I live for for coincidentally on the weekend, uh, he's staying in a hotel down the road. So we're going to meet for dinner and, and and a catch up. So so that's a bit of a yeah interesting I guess story the way that that's worked out. Again, you know it's what we like I said earlier on Paul and you know you know this, but I just guess to anyone who's listening, surround yourself with you know that gratitude. Surround yourself with people who big you up, who who you know stand in your corner, who get you, who who motivate you, who inspire you. You know, I was having a catch up with another friend of mine on, I think it was Monday, Monday this week. And she, she was laughing because I, it was, I was in Bangkok. It was about, I think, 6, 7 p.m. my time. Uh, I'd finished work for, for the day. And uh, for her, it was like morning. And I said, you know what, I'm going to get a beer. So we were on, on, uh, on a video call. And she was like eating a, you know, breakfast or whatever it was and a coffee. Yeah. And bless her, she wrote a post. She she does some of you. She does. She's a leadership coach. She's, she's amazing, actually. Um, and we we met through um, like business circumstances years ago, and now we're, we're really good friends. And she was doing some mentoring for me, actually. And uh, yeah, she wrote a post on LinkedIn to say I'm the most inspiring person she knows. It was just we were on the phone for like two hours, but again, just just wonderful. She she has got my corner. She bigs me up. I big her up. These are the people I want in my corner. You know, yeah. it's not always been the case, Paul. Years ago. Yeah. When I wasn't feeling too great, I didn't feel, you know, I, I was relationships, friendships were not not bad friendships, but friendships were, I don't know, the other people weren't making much of an effort, um, you know, and, and any time like when I set the business up, people kind of dropped off. I want people who are there fighting my corner. And I think anyone who's listening, who wants to step up a gear and wants to, how you know, how am I going to you know, step up with my mindset. What can I do differently? Who you surround yourself with is really important as well, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's all connected, isn't it, I guess, you know? Yeah, and you, know, you mentioned some great names there, you know, from 
Joe Dispenza in his story. If anybody's not heard of Joe, he's well worth looking into. Paul McGee, yeah. I've seen live, fantastic speakers. So some great names there that, you, that you've uh, that you've pulled out. Well, yeah. as, as you know, Janine, we were talking about this before uh, we, we started uh, recording around, you know, you, you've done quite a lot of traveling, you know, obviously had a, an interesting career. Have you, have you got any funny stories you, you could share at all that come to mind? I'm just trying to actually think, you know, um, of, of, yeah, I can't think of the top of my head. One, one will probably come to mind. Um, but I, as we said, you know, before the call, I used to be cabin crew, but it was before the days of, um, we had mobile phones, but they were like bricks, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think I think then back then I was so glad because I've done a lot of travel. I, I, funny story might come to mind. Um, but I was so glad I did that job then because, you know, we didn't, we weren't on phones all the time, checking your Instagram, checking your, you know, checking this, checking that. And it was, yeah. it was good to do that job back then when you didn't have all those distractions, you know. Um, it, it's it's amazing, isn't it? Because you know, when you look back, as you know, being the generation of the mobile phone never existed when we went out. You know, you go out, you'd have a good time. If someone was trying to get older, they'd actually have to go to the venue that you were in if they knew where you were, or they'd have to wait to the next day. You know, it's like our life was so different to the way that we run our lives now. You know, most yeah. people are not off the mobile phones at all, or you know, it's yeah. uh, it's a different world, isn't it? I won't tell you a funny story, but I'll have to just just follow on from the IB, for example. I did get to meet Idris Elba once there. Oh, okay. Brilliant. Yeah. But not, was no, it's, not, not, it's not that funny. It's just the funny in the fact that I I was out there before COVID. I was in an amazing club. Um, so my friend DJ's out there. I used to know him from many years ago. He was he's been on my channel actually. Paul Reynolds, he's a great DJ. Yeah. He's yeah, DJs, yeah, in, in a club called High, as was Space. So that is, it was named the number one club in the world. And yeah, we were, I was in Ibiza with a couple of friends back in 2019 before, um, yeah, before COVID. And yeah, you know, he, he got me in on the guests. That was amazing. So we went in. Amazing space. Yeah. Fabulous, fabulous. I, I, yeah, I used to, so he actually played on the closing night of space. Uh, he played on the terrace. He played like a six hour set. So yeah, like Paul Reynolds is, is is amazing. So again, I'll send you I'll send you a link to these interviews because it was pretty pretty interesting, and and yeah, so there in the the DJ space, if you like, they've got a bit behind them, so um, they've got these like tables and and everything else like that, and um, yeah, so so my friend was DJing and I was going to see him and obviously Idris Elba who was D who was on afterwards. And and the security really nice. They just said, oh, just to let you know, when you know when Paul finishes, his people need to go. Then Idris's people come in. We were like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. And um, <clears throat> I'd had a couple of beers by this point, so and and we we were just having a great time, and you know, didn't think anything anything else of it. And then literally, like my friend and and, and I were just sat on this table, kind of behind Paul DJ, and there was the crowd and everything else in the club. And the, the people came over, they came dashing over, cleaning. We're so sorry, we just need to clear this table now. Idris is on his way in. And we were like, oh. And I was thinking, I am not missing this opportunity. <laughs> Don't play me. No yeah, yeah. way. Yeah. Honestly, I was like, Idris Elba's on his way in. But I thought this was going to take a while. It, Paul, it was literally a minute or two later. He's there. Yeah. Group of people. So everyone everyone's being wow. pushed out. Everyone was like, like a little C moving out the way. Like Idris came over and shook my friend's hand, like shook it, like to move him out of the way, kind of thing. And I was just like sat there and I was like, hi, like, and I was just went into fan mode. You know what? He was so lovely and that oh, a bit like well, there's, a, there's a theme going on here. I think I'm thinking we're talking about selfies. 
And I was like, uh, I know this is really annoying, but can I have a selfie? And he was like, what's your name? So Janine, yeah. And you know what? He was so lovely and I couldn't get my phone to work. And he was like, yeah, you've done this before. I was so nervous. I was like, bang. And I managed to, to get, get a picture. I said, thank you so much. You know, really good to meet you. And you know what? He was so nice. And the staff were like, oh, he's really nice. Doesn't like that sort of thing normally. I said, no, no, he was great. So, so yeah, him and my, him and, um, my friend, uh, they did back-to-back DJ for 20 minutes. We watched them in, you know, in the, in the VIP at the back. And yeah, so that was not, not terribly funny, but it was a great. Oh, that's, that's brilliant. It's brilliant story. You know, it's. I, 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 highly, yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> so, know, he's a DJ himself, isn't he? You know, he's, he's, uh, mm-hmm. he's been in some big movies as well. Obviously plays Luther, you know, well, what, what a great yeah. story. That was that was an amazing. That was a a day I won't forget uh, anytime soon. So yeah, it was a really 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 cool night. So yeah, all thanks to to Paul, bless him. But yeah, <laughs> brilliant. So so bringing bringing the um, podcast to a close, Dan. And um, what what would be your last piece of advice to, to the listeners? <clears throat> I guess what I'd always say is, so I think there's still a big stigma around mental health. And I, I always say we've all got mental health like we've got physical health, you know. So if you wanted to get physically healthy, you'd, you'd you know, maybe change your diet up a bit or do a bit more exercise or go to the gym. It's the same with our mental health, our mindset, you know. I think that stigma just needs to go. And and what I would say to anyone listening, if if you're if you're listening now and you resonate with any of what we spoke about today and you're feeling that you're struggling through life a bit you're feeling that you know I'm I'm not feeling happy with life or I'm not in a good relationship or I don't feel confident or I feel it's the same old same old shit you know where you just feel negative and down and fed up or there's there's some anxiety and stress or whatever it is that's holding you back don't just carry on like that you know that there's there's always help out there because like like the work you do, I guess, Paul, and the work I do. I I you know before I came to um, before I came to Vietnam, I, I pretty much sold everything. A lot went in charity. I did some charity nights at my place, and you know made some money that just just to you know I had to sell my car, obviously. So I needed to put the car in the garage to get MOT and service. Now I could have spent two or three years learning to be a mechanic, but I, I've got no time to do that. So I'll pay the guys up the road in the garage five hundred quid. They sort my car out, then I'll sell the car. So. I like to liken, I guess, what you do and what I do as that specialist in that area. Yeah. And it's about working with, you know, just just seeing what's out there, somebody who can support you to move forward. Because I'm telling you now, you do not need to stay like this. Yeah. There's, there's, you can do. You can stay and feel the exact same way that you felt yesterday and the day before that and the day before that and the day before that. You can stay exactly the same. But is tomorrow going to be any different? Or is six months' time going to be any different? Or a year going to be different? My my answer would be probably no, you know? And and it's okay to just even have a conversation with somebody because yeah. I'm very, very passionate about men's mental health. I'm very passionate about men looking at most of my clients are men, whether that's corporate or individual, because, you know, suicide is a killer, unfortunately. It's, it's you know, it's the biggest killer in men under the age of 45. So have a conversation with someone if you're not feeling too great. You know, there's professionals out there. There's fre- I would always say, if you're not feeling too great, things can change. It might not feel like it right now. Like I didn't think in a million years back then when I was on the floor, I couldn't face my life. I couldn't face my work. I couldn't face anything. I was literally on my knees. 
there wasn't I wouldn't have thought in a million years I'd be having conversations like this with you now you know I remember six months down the line I was pretty much finishing off with this therapist and you know he kind of turned around to me one day and um I was saying something he just kind of looked at me and I said are you okay and he said yeah he said um I can really see you teaching this stuff like down the line I can see you and I went, what? Because this this man is amazing, by the way. He's changed the lives of thousands. He's world-class. And he's now my supervisor and mentor, you know, and he's he's phenomenal. He's in his late 70s. He still does the work. He still, you know, works with clients. And, and that's that coming from him to me, I was like, you're like, really? Like, I couldn't get my head around it, you know? Uh, yeah. For him to have that, you know, that kind of confidence and that um, understanding that this is what I was going to end up doing, I, I couldn't see that in myself. So... It, it just takes, I, I didn't want to go, by the way, that day. I was all ready for cancelling. I was like, oh, I'll just go home and drink a bottle of wine. I'll be fine. Because <laughs> those, those were my corporate, poor coping strategies back then, you know. So I would say you, you can always make a change. It's just the small steps. And I've seen it time and time and time again. It's so worthwhile to do that. You do not need to stay like this. There is hope. There is, you know, there is an opportunity to, to make a change. And then tomorrow will be different. And then imagine what six months is going to be like and 12 months. And I always say, if I can do it, anyone can, because I was in a mess 10, 12 years ago, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that's probably the best bit of advice I could give anyone that's listening, you know? And if someone wants to reach out to you, to you Janine, what would be the best way of doing that? So, yeah, so as I say, my company's called Change for Success. So that's my website, changeforsuccess.co.uk. Uh, I also do a lot on LinkedIn. You can reach me there on Instagram, Ginny Mitchell. Uh, again, yeah, change for success. So whatever, whatever feels good. And if anyone wants to just have a conversation or ask me about tapping or how I got to the place that I did, I'm always happy to have a conversation, even if it's just to give some strategies, some tips, some ideas, some advice. I'm always happy to do that. So if you if you like to get in touch, please, please do so. No problem. You can just drop me a message and we can because I'm still available on Zoom, on WhatsApp, all that kind of stuff. Even though I'm here, it's uh, most of my clients reach me yeah, by email or WhatsApp. So it's uh, pretty straightforward. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, Janine, it's been absolutely fantastic having you on. Really insightful. I've really enjoyed it. Uh, so thank you very much. Oh, thanks for having me. Good to see you. Thank you, Paul. So it's been great having Janine on the podcast today, obviously talking about her story and how she managed to reframe her mindset, you know, in a, in a place of, of despair, literally. And, you know, having that conversation with that one person who's actually had such an impact that she's been able to reframe her mindset for success. And, you know, she talked about EFT and how she uses tapping, you know, with the clients to help from a stress relief perspective, really fascinating to understand if you've not heard of it before. She talked about the plasticity of the brain and the fact that we can learn new things, do new things. And you know, Janine's just got up and, and moved to Vietnam and is living in Vietnam at the moment. So that's kind of just do it. Don't let life happen to yourself. You know, you can take control and you can take control of your mindset. And it all starts with you. So I think it's been really, really interesting. Obviously, we talked about Ibiza as well. So I hope you enjoyed it, and I'm going to leave you with this. I got this feeling inside my bones.
when we end our sound I got that sunshine in my pocket Got that good soul in my feet I feel that hot blood in my body When it drops, ooh I can't take my eyes off of it Moving so phenomenally Come on, I don't really rock it So don't stop